Christian conservatives, we seem to be losing all the time. We fail to stem the tide of transgender indoctrination. That's everywhere. It's rampant. We seem to not be able to have any kind of space in the public forum of social media. If you dare mention any of our beliefs, you still are banned. You still are squashed. Your reach is pulled back. It's pushed on hold. You're not allowed a voice. Yeah, you may count Roe v. Wade as a win, but you only won that to lose larger elections throughout the country. Look at what happened in Kansas, for Pete's sake. Wisconsin, throughout the nation, that Roe v. Wade issue has cost us elections. As I mentioned yesterday, people attend church far less. TV is full of smut and gore. There's no wholesomeness in businesses. Now I want you to deny your very faith before taking a job. For a business, you got to work 24-7, 365, and they don't even give a damn about you. Welcome to Cross at the Capitol, episode 16. I'm your host, Mr. Archer J. Pruitt. Like, subscribe, and share this show right now. Cross at the Capitol is the bridge between policy and prayer. We people of faith are being called to adjust our mindsets to meet the unique challenges of the moment. Our podcast question today is, how can we Christian conservatives be more successful in winning arguments, or maybe even souls? Let's turn to the verse. Luke 14, 28 through 30. For which of you desiring to build a tower does not first sit down and count the cost, whether he has enough to complete it? Otherwise, when he has laid a foundation is not able to finish, all who see it will begin to mock him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. Tucker Carlson recently sat down with Ice Cube, and they had a few things to say to one another. Act out. Why wouldn't you take the vax? Um, you, you had a direct order to take it. You were told to take it. Yeah, I, I'm not real good with direct orders, but on a whole nother <laughs> note. <laughs> um, but it was a command. I, didn't, I mean, they told, I'm sorry, they told you. I mean, they couldn't have been clearer about yeah, it. Yeah, it was pretty clear. Uh, <laughs> uh, did you take it? Of course not. Yeah, no. It, it, what do we need? How can we, Christian conservatives, be more successful in winning our argument? The first step is we're going to have to get re- ready to sacrifice. We're going to have to get will- ready to, to give up creature comfort. Twitter, Disney, Hulu. Netflix, and I'm talking about me, Nike, I'm talking about me. Some things went viral, some people, you know, uh, unsubscribing from Disney, unsubscribing from Netflix, or, or burning up their Nike shoes, or burning up, <laughs> burning up their Nike uh, jerseys or shirts, their Nike paraphernalia. But how many of us really sacrifice? It's hard to do so, by the way. It's not easy to do. I was in a meeting with some conservatives just yesterday, and they were deciding on some apparel and some, some stuff to wear. And without even thinking about it, Nike was on the list. And why was Nike on the list? Nike, a company who has made it clear they don't like conservatives. They made it clear they hate us. They've made it crystal clear that if you're a conservative, you're a Christian, you, you, you have a brother that's in the army or you have a brother that's a police officer or a sister, for that matter, they don't like you. They don't want your business. They don't want you there. They've made that clear. But yet they still made the list. Why? Because it was still a decent quality shirt and it was cheap. 
Now, we didn't end up going with them, but it cost us something. Giving up the creature comfort sucks. Giving up certain brands sucks. And it's going to continue to suck because it's going to make you unpopular. It's going to cost you more money. And it may be way more than just a simple inconvenience. Some people are going to turn to me and say, well, Autry, well, what about Bud Light now? Now, what about that Bud Light? We went, we didn't, we didn't go to the store and get that Bud Light. So, uh, yeah, what about that Bud Light? That was easy. <laughs> oh, that was easy. Bud Light wasn't nothing about sacrifice. That was about punishment of a wholesale brand. And the abandonment of it was easy. First of all, not everyone drinks beer. And it's easily replaceable with Miller, Coors, or any number of other domestic beverages. Well, Archer, what about Target? Now, my wife, she stopped shopping at Target because Target did that transgender stuff, and my wife stopped shopping now. What about Target now? Target was easy, too. How many people said, I saw it all over the internet, a lot of people said, all of a sudden, a lot of people, well, you know what? I don't need to go to Target anyway because I can find the stuff cheaper on Amazon. If not cheaper, it's the same price, and it's more convenient, and I don't waste gas, so in some way I'm saving money. So Target wasn't a sacrifice, plus you got Walmart. Well, Target and Walmart, they, not, no, no, they don't compare. The, the, the bottle of Clorox bleach at Walmart is the same Clorox bleach that's at Target, folks. Same that's at Meyer. Same that's at Felposh. Is Felposh even a store anymore? Let me stop, because <laughs> I'm starting to date myself. That's for, that's for you Michiganders out there. That's for you Michiganders. Bell Posh. Michiganders from the 80s and 90s. How many of us gave up Twitter when we really had to? How many people gave up Twitter, right? I'm not talking about your everyday users. Hello. I'm not talking about the everyday folks uh, that use Twitter. I'm talking about the, those like me where Twitter uh, it, it drives your audience, where Twitter makes you some money, where Twitter get you some of those necessary eyeballs. Where Twitter, even if it's emotional, can, can make you feel engaged. How many of you gave that up before Elon took it over and Twitter had made it clear it didn't like conservatives? How many of us gave that up? None, right? Like five people. And the five people that gave, <laughs> gave it up, they didn't need it anyway. I didn't give it up. I'm talking to myself too. At some point, me, you, and all of Christendom are going to have to figure out that these battles, this war, is going to cost us something. Or we're going to continue to lose these battles. Uh-oh, uh-oh, I got one for you. What about elections? What elections are you willing to give up? What power are you willing to give up? Well, you're saying, well, Autry, now wait a second. That's the, what, what, what do you mean? That's, the, that's, that's one of the battles. If we give up the election, well, let me, let me say this. People come down hard on individuals that happen to be a quote-unquote rhino, that happen to be a moderate. But have you looked at the election result? Have you seen the fact that the, some of the times the moderates are barely winning? Sometimes the moderates are barely able to eke through? And if you look at this past election, you saw what happened to a lot of the America first crazies. You saw what happened to a lot of the the, the, the conservative extreme, they didn't get elected. They got voted right out for several reasons. People didn't want to put money behind them. We didn't want to put money behind them. Voters didn't like them. So are, are we willing to lose elections as a part of the greater war? What are you willing to sacrifice? 
And I don't want to hear, oh, my gosh. Oh, I hear it now. Well, Autry, let me take you through the Dominion voting systems. Let, I, someone made a Dominion argument to me the other day. I couldn't even believe it. Couldn't even believe my ears. Let me take you through uh, how the elections are stolen. I want you to stop making damn freaking excuses for your damn laziness and yourself. That's what I want. You're making excuses because what you're starting to realize is that your true conservatism, our conservatism, our Christian conservatism is not liked by a majority of the people. And rather than accept that and try to deal with that and try to move individuals to our side, rather than go in the hedges and highways and compel them to come, we'd rather sit and make up lies and excuses about elections being stolen. Don't get me effing started. Don't get me started. That's, that's the truth. When we engage in battles, the second thing we should uh, do in terms of how we can be more uh, successful in winning arguments. Before we get into the arguments, we got to count the cost of the argument. Just like in the verse, how do you build a house? Which one of you would build the house and not first go and say, what are the costs of building this house? Otherwise, when you get ready to get through the house, you're going to be mocked. And a lot of times when you see the left mocking us, when you see uh, the, the Democrat Party and that side, of the, they're mocking us. They're mocking us because we fail to add up what it's going to cost. And then as we get down the road, we just abandon it. Hello, look at Disney. Uh-oh, uh-oh, Mr. DeSantis. They failed to add up. Ron DeSantis failed to go out and add up and say, okay, what is it going to cost me every step of the way? What's going to cost me? What's going to cost the party? What's going to cost conservatives? What's going to cost those that believe in me? What's going to cost Christendom? What is going to cost us as we go after Disney? Because when you add up what's going to cost, you need to make sure you have enough income, enough revenue to pay that cost. Or in this case, we need to make sure we say, okay, we know everything is going to cost, so we're prepared for it and not shocked, and it doesn't fizzle out. People are upset with Ron DeSantis right now because it's fizzled out. It's, that's why they're upset with him. He's fizzling it out because he didn't add up the cost. And it's not just Ron. President Trump didn't do it either. Hello? He didn't do it either. He didn't add up the cost. When he was going crazy and, and wouldn't pull back and kept pushing and pushing and pushing and pissing people off and ends up now with 15 indictments or whatever the ridiculous number it is. And it is crazy, by the way. It is crazy. It's not true. They're fake. They're lies. But it didn't add up the cost. When you start running around saying they stole your country, they, they took your elections, they did this, they did this. He didn't add up the cost to think about what could happen in the minds of people, how people could get together and could become collectively crazy and then end up at, at a crazy situation on the Capitol, making room for the FBI, making room. You had spent, whoo, Lord, you had spent four years in office. You had spent four years in office. Fist. You had spent all that time in office. You saw how they came after you. You saw how they would do anything to tear you down, to tear your, I'm talking about Donald Trump now, to tear your supporters down. You saw that and let you still refuse to add up the cost. Some of that is just selfishness. It's just being undisciplined. We end up being a mockery of the left because we never truly thought these things through. And if you're going to be successful, we got to start. If we thought these things through, we would have started Rumble first. If we start these things through, we would have started Parlor or Gab or Getter first right away. If we thought these things through, we'd have more seats in the, uh, in the boardrooms. If we thought these things through, 
we would have flooded the mainstream academic with more conservatives if we thought these things through. There's one area that we did think through that we saw very early on and we begin to have some foresight and thought through and that was the federal judges. And we begin to build, build a stellar, stellar, stellar bench. So when the time came, because we thought it through. So when the time came, we could appoint judges that were more adherent to the constitution than not. We thought that through and it worked, but it took, well, how many decades? You, what, what was Rose? Seventies, eighties. I mean, I'm 44. It took longer than me. It took 50 years. 50 years of thinking that through. We're not thinking through, by the way, unfunded liabilities. We're not thinking through, hello, we have a major presidential candidate. Donald Trump refuses to deal with it. I'm I'm not going to go there. I don't want to beat up on, on, on Mr. Trump. Another thing we can do to win these battles, to get more successful, is stop lauding the wrong heroes, applauding those who gave up the, gave up something, but who really didn't give up anything. In other words, they have a mask of suffering, but underneath, everything's okay. Everything's fine. In this very clip I played, Ice Cube and Tucker are, are being lauded. Ice Cube, oh, I gave up $9 million. Well, you already had 30, 40, 50. I think he's got more than that, like 100, right? Is Ice Cube worth like $100 million? Oh, well, I gave up $9 million. You already got $100 million. The person, let me tell you something. The person who's making $55,000, $60,000 a year, and the job said, you got to get the vaccination or you can't come to work. And she is a single mom. She has two kids and she didn't get the vax and she got terminated. And there's no was no unemployment. There's none that there's there, there's no guarantee or nothing. Can't afford a lawyer. That mom gave up something. We're running around applauding Ice Cube like a bunch of ignorant fools. Yes, he gave up some money. OK, he gave up some money. Fine. He gave up some freaking money. But he already had $30 million, so giving him nine wasn't that big of a tax. Uh, he didn't get to buy the plane he wants. Boo-hoo. Oh, my God. I'm sorry for you, Ice Cube. I'm so sorry. You didn't get to buy your plane. Oh. Get real. Tucker. Doug Tucker didn't get the vax, right? Well, Tucker didn't get the vax, Autry. That just shows. What did he give up? CNN already hated him. They already criticized him before, before COVID. So it's not like he was going to make any new friends. He didn't lose any friendship circles. Did he lose any family? I doubt it. He seems to be the wealthy one taking care of his entire family, so he didn't lose any family over it. He didn't lose his relationship with his wife and kids. They agree with him. In fact, I actually think Tucker made more money. Huh? Huh? Hello? We, we've gotten ourselves into some kind of severe Tucker worship. And by the way, I like Tucker. I really do. I have nothing against him. I think he's a great. He's great. He's, he's taken his platform and elevated, but we're in some kind of severe Tucker worship. Because he speaks truth to power. He refused to take the vet. He, he sacrificed. What did he sacrifice? Y'all need to get up off Tucker's. Ooh, Lord, I almost said a, something I didn't want to say. Better get off his stick. <laughs> right now, Tucker and Ice Cube kept their money. They made more money, in fact, I think. At least Tucker did. They kept their fans. They, got, they grew new fans, you know? Those of you that want to argue with me, well, Autry, it was, it, it was risky. You know, they didn't know at the time. They didn't know at the time what they was, was going to happen. Oh, come on. You, do you not think these men had a, anyway, I, did you not think they had a plan? Did you not believe that they had a plan? Let, let me give you a great example. Let's, let's talk about, and, and, and by the way, when we say Tucker didn't even take the vax, do we know that to be true? Do we know that to be true? I'm asking you, do you know it? 
Do you know in your heart? It's like, just like just like he loved Trump, just like he was American first, right? Do you remember the text exchange that came out in the lawsuit against Fox News? Tucker Carlson typed with his two little thumbs said, I hate him passionately, meaning Trump. This was a text. It came out in the lawsuit because they subpoenaed this text message. I hate him passionately, meaning Trump. Quote, we are very, very close to being able to ignore Trump most nights. I truly can't wait. Carlson wrote in a text message to an unidentified Fox employee on January 4th, 2021. I'm not saying he's a liar. I'm not saying he's bad. Hell, I'll still take Tucker any day over anybody on the left side of the aisle. But what I'm saying is, if we want to win these battles, then we need to stop lauding the wrong heroes. We need to stop assigning false praise to those who really didn't sacrifice. And we need to seek out and search for those in our neighborhood who did sacrifice and make sure we stand them up. Make sure that the grandpa down the street who did take the vax, who's been working and supporting his grandkids because the mother and father have been strung out on dope or in prison, and now they don't have any money, we should say, you know what, instead of going and buying a new Ice Cube movie or, or giving some money to Tucker or even or, or donating, let's go give a little 10, 20 bucks to the grandpa down the street. Let's find the single mom who said, you know what, I'm not buying into this trans, uh, trans crap. I'm not buying into this trans agenda. And let's do what? Let's go give her some money. Let's give her five or six bucks. Let's give her 10 bucks or 100 bucks. We, need, we are running around with our eyeballs and with our time. Time is most important, by the way. And with our money supporting these celebrity conservatives that are not going to suffer. Who cares? It's a part of their brand not to take a vax scene. It's a part of their brand. Hello, I'm speaking real today. Y'all can kiss my... Anyway. <laughs> anyway, people looking at me. I got some people today with me. People looking at me crazy. Looking at me crazy. But y'all can kiss my butt. Kiss it. Because I'm speaking real. We're running around applauding and, and cheering and praising the great conservatives uh, like Tucker. And, ooh, and when you get a black one, you really go crazy, right? You got Ice Cube. You got a black one. So you really going crazy now. <laughs> so you get a black one. You don't know. You just you don't know what to do. When you get a black one and you go around praising crazy, when you need to go down the street and find that young mom that said, you know what? I'm not taking the vax. I'm not putting my vax and I lost my job because of it. Let's support that mom. Let's get our churches together and support and raise the money to support that person. Let's get that person a show because that person showed that they sacrificed something. You know, by the way, that's the best person to help you defend your belief. Grandpa. Grandma, mom, dad, the aunt that lived around the corner or the neighbor next door that helped raise you. You already know their flaws. You know what they gave up. And they are not pretending to be something they're not. If you believe this program can help someone, share it with them right now. My name is Archer J. Pruitt. This has been Cross at the Capitol, episode 16. Please follow me on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, or wherever. You may get your podcast. I need you to remember that wisdom is the main thing with all about getting gets and understanding.